previously on Full Immersion. You remember our friend um, Anderson from college? Apparently as part of the contract, they put some cybernetics into like his brain. He needs to get them taken out. On the beanstalk. We could pose as a private doctor who wants, who's, who's being asked to carry out an operation on a celebrity who wants anonymity. There's something that I need you to do for me. I got into a bit of trouble with Mr. Lin uh, and luckily for the both of us, he's gonna be at the Callisto Hotel next week. If you just make him disappear, then I'll consider our debt paid. Tegan, you receive a message heard you're going up Stork. We have a contact at Midway. There's valuable data going moving through Midway Station that may relate to a story you're interested in. Anderson's like, um, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so have you, you've got, you've got arrangements, right? Yeah, we do. So do you all kind of meet back up again? Yep. And you're going on, t- on to the hotel? So I've got a kind of, a bit of smoke and mirrors plan. I, uh, I'm going to check he's ready to go first. He's like, uh, when you say ready to go, do you mean ready to do the thing and have his brain surgery? Yeah, you're, you're not, don't want, don't want to back out. Uh, he's like, I'm pretty committed at this point since if I, I'm now going to be late for a meeting that might result in disciplinary action. So uh, yeah. Yeah, God forbid you get shouted at by your boss. Brain surgery is preferable, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, let's go near the hotel then. Okay, so yeah, you do. It's in like an end of the of the area that's got, that's um, slightly nicer. There's more security here and more well-dressed people. You all look a tiny bit out of place, but I guess you've all made some preparations. Like you're not all dressed completely like yeah. too scruffy. I wear a smart suit most of the time anyway. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you fit in. Harris, could you hire a private hopper for like the next half hour or so? My, basically, my only concern is I don't want um, I don't want Anderson to walk into the hotel and spend too much time in the lobby because he's patently not who we say he is. So, well, except we didn't say who he was. So yeah, but he's not a celebrity either. So okay, sure. But he can just pretend to be medical, right, and not the patient. We just pretend the patient's turning up later. Let me go to the hotel because I need to make sure that, that, that we're ready to go anyway. So fine, yes, yeah, so we'll do that. Okay, so you're doing that first. You're going. Okay, I will good. ring the private number that I was given. And say, um, hello, we're we're ready to. Um, proceed up the, our patient will be with us very shortly um, I want to get the room prepped and available if that's okay so the voice from before answers and uh, goes yeah yeah that's understood um, yeah just come through report to the reception desk give your name and it will all be sorted out is there a private door my client can use your your client and one uh, one other person can use the door but everybody else has to come through the reception I'm afraid Harris should probably do that right can i use the private door please yeah i'll take tegan with me to the reception then okay and shell's there too uh yeah shell what are you doing are you look you're look are you lurking nearby in case of support that's fine i'll just sneak in whatever i'll break in i'll like, oh, look this <laughs> yeah, is suspiciously just unlocked. come in through the lobby it's fine I'll, I'll i'll hang out with you and tegan and my <laughs> no one will question me being there this is clearly the hardest part of picking a child as a character <laughs> just fitting it, it in just everyday never situations makes any sense for you to be in places how old is anderson uh anderson is about the same age as tegan which i believe is about mid-20s okay cool all right you can just be like a a, a niece or something the classic shell role so the three of you that are a three are going to the hotel lobby and harris is continuing to use like taking anderson through the side door yeah Okay, now I have to think about the logistics of the side door. We'll come back to that in a minute. So, so the three of you walk into the lobby. Uh, like, you can walk in just fine, but as soon as you do, there's, like, hotel security looking at you pointedly. Um, and so presumably you do the normal thing and go up to the desk. Yes. And as soon as Esteban gives his name, the person at the desk looks down at their screen and goes, oh, oh hang on a minute, someone else has to deal with you. 
um, just give it a minute, and then they like move to another desk, and then a minute or so later, um, a tall, well-dressed man comes out. You recognise his voice. He's the man you've been speaking to about this on the phone. Hello, you must be. He gives your fake name, Doctor Gutierrez. Yes, uh, and he goes, "Okay, let's just um, let's just get this all sorted out." So he taps away at a screen, and he's like, "Just need to go through some some basic procedures, um, some basic security procedures, and check your booking, and then we can send you through. The lab is prepared for you." The lab, the the ward. I don't know what the word would be. The theatre. Theatre, yeah, that's the word that is appropriate. So he taps away, and he like he's go- obviously going through some sort of like security rigmarole. Takes your details, um, and he's like, he's like scans a page and then flicks, and he scans a page and then flicks, and then he looks down, looks up, he looks at Shell, and then he looks down at his screen again. Shell will sidestep slightly behind Esteban. <laughs> oh, would the three of you mind waiting here for? And he looks at his screen again. He's like, mind waiting for ten minutes or so? If if we must, and t- t- time is quite important. But yes, here's a yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's totally fine. There might be some kind of mistake, but protocol. You know, uh, we have to we have to follow midway protocol. So if you could all just please wait. He steps away from the desk, and he's got like a little headset on. He says something into it, um, and then he comes back. Give it 10 minutes or so, if you'd all like to help yourselves to a complimentary drink while you wait. And he points, there's like a little bar- uh, barista station. Okay, so what are you all doing? What are the three of you doing? Uh, I have a question. Do I get the impression that this can, this complication is because of me specifically? From what, from what you saw, it seems likely. You could roll assess here, because this is a charged situation. But uh, I could also just give you... You don't have to roll dice um, if you don't want to. The impression... So from what you saw... You think so? Because it looked like what he was doing was going through some kind of security check, probably person by person. Um, and the thing that happened just before he told you to wait was he swiped twice and then looked at the screen and looked at you and then told you to wait. So you think probably, but he's a hard person to read and you're not 100% sure what the hotel security procedures are. Okay, I, this makes me anxious. So I'm tempted to roll into a corner. This is my classic. <laughs> <laughs> Have we hand over ID for Shell? Weren't you asked to submit ID for people, but I guess might not have done for Shell? I didn't for Shell. I deliberately didn't for Shell. Uh, so in this intervening time then, I'm going to scarp it. I'm going to leave. If there are complications and he comes back, then they can just be like, what are you talking about? It's just us two. There is no third person. This might be a miscommunication though also, right? No, I, th- I, think, I think you're right. I think, yeah, go. Just be nearby and we'll call you if we need you. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, I get the impression it's due to me. So I'm going to deliberately be not part of the situation, but I will try and keep an eye on them. Uh, so I don't know how big this lobby area is or whatever. Uh, it's quite big. It's quite clean and bright, though, which worries you a bit. Okay. You could hide here. You're good at hiding and you're small. Yeah, I just want to try and blend in. Well, okay, well, if it's busy, I want to try and blend in and just be somewhere else in some group. I don't know, whatever. If it's very sparse, then I guess I'm going to try and physically hide or, like, just go hide in the toilets or something. Yeah. So this is quite tough. There aren't lots of people around. Um, there are people passing through the lobby reasonably often but there aren't a bunch of people hanging around here if that makes sense like there are staff making their way around and well-dressed people um there is there's one group kind of in the like the cafe bar area at a table um like i said it's quite bright it's quite sparse the decoration is obviously attempting to be tasteful and downplayed and there are quite a lot of security cameras around once you start looking for them like this lobby seems well surveilled uh, and there's one and, there, and it seems, there seems to be security cameras particularly paying attention to entrances and exits. Okay, uh, I'm just going to go outside then. That's probably going to be easier. I can Because lo- I can loiter outside. Um, okay, as you go to leave, there's a security person by the door. 
they are um, like a large a large woman with her hair in a bun in a in a suit um, and she just she puts her hand out and it's not it's not a threatening gesture it's just it looks like she's just kind of trying to get your attention and she goes excuse me mom could you just wait in the lobby please as in she's not going to let me leave at all uh it's hard to say is that the implication i'm not going to i'm not going to try and make a move like to physically get past her yeah so she's she's imposing herself a little bit like she's she shifts her position slightly so that she's between you and the exit but she's not imposing on you and she certainly isn't touching you or moving to touch you i will stay in the lobby well no i'll say uh why and she says uh, just a security protocol no need to worry okay sure i'll acquiesce and i'll stay inside but i'll i'll try and remain somewhat hidden but not near the other two um yeah there's there's tables and sofas around you can hang out on your own and you can probably find a seat somewhere to sit that looks like it's less surveilled than the rest of the room although like i said there's a bunch of cameras around if i if i can see uh esteban and tegan that'd be good as well i just like to know when they move esteban and tegan are you just waiting yeah i'll look impatient because i feel impatient and slightly anxious you're playing your role also okay harrison anderson going through the side door Espan is given a direction like on the phone as to where to go in and you literally just go around the side of the hotel to a bit it looks like you're not supposed to go through and there is there's a door there that looks locked but you're told to just try it like it's just a normal swingy hingy door and you you open it and it's fine you you go through and you you'll pass like a fence area and then there is another obviously actual security entrance into the hotel mm-hmm. um, and there is there's a lady standing outside of it I sort of raise my hand and say, hello, yes, we called ahead and we're told we could use this door. She's got a pad in her hand. And she's like, which party are you with? Uh, I give the fake name Esteban is using. Gutierrez. Gutierrez, yep. She furrows her brow and she looks at you and she looks at her pad again. And she goes, is one of you Polly Palmer? Sorry? Yeah, um, I'm not actually sure what I'm... She looks like completely terrified all of a sudden. Who is Polly Palmer exactly? She, um, she's like, let me just um, make a call. She steps away. She she has like a headset on, and she come and then she there's a conversation. She comes back, and she says, um, I was told that 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 one of you was that that was the name that was given, and I just thought that neither of you looked like you were called Polly. But now I'm confused. Our our party. Uh... This is this is the client here, but he's requested an anonymity, so I don't believe there should be a name on your list for our group, other than uh, Doctor Gutierrez. Yeah, she looks she looks worried, like she might have offended you or something. I think you should Harry should still roll fast talk here. Okay, sure. Bloop. I got a six. Yay! I do have an intel. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how bad it is because I I sort of feel like you also are telling the truth. Yeah, I am also telling the the truth a lot here, so. Like, I feel like maybe it'll go better if I don't, but I don't think it's that bad if I just let this slip. Yeah, I'm just going to let this slip. After a brief discussion, she's like, uh, yeah, sorry, that must be my mistake. I'm sorry. Um, she goes, I'm kind of new to the... Don't worry about it. She's like, just go through. These things happen. Sorry, what, what was your name again? Uh, she tells you that her name is Etienne Bisset. Okay, I say, um, I'll thank, thank you, Etienne. Just make sure there are no more mix-ups and uh, your manager doesn't have to hear about this. It's fine. Okay, yeah, so you go into the hotel. Um, you are met by a byroid uh, as soon as you go in. Yes, uh, this way, please. And escorts you down a corridor. Um, and you go through a corridor that obviously looks like it's, you know, hospitality-related, like hotel rooms. But then you go through another security door. The byroid, like, um, puts a hand on a handprint thing. It goes through. Um, 
into a cleaner, like, more medical-looking corridor, essentially. Just as the door is shutting, Harris registers a conversation taking place out in the corridor behind him. Um, as a man talking to a woman, and he... It's just a snippet of a phrase, um, and he says... Um, so what is your read on this Arthur Rochstein guy? But the name Arthur Rochstein rings a bell with you. Um, Arthur Rochstein was the fake name that one of your old colleagues from your old team would often use. Okay. Uh, like an alias. Interesting. Yep. It's a pretty rare name. Like, yes. you're not, you don't think this could be like, you're, maybe it's coincidence, but not it seems unlikely. Not many people unlikely. have that name. Yeah. And the two of them are walking like down the corridor towards an elevator. But you register this just just as the doors are shutting. So then the doors shut behind you and the biroid is directing you. So it takes you down, like, not a long distance down the corridor and then scans, uh, like, Anoah puts his hand on a thing again and a door opens and it says, um, the, the handprint scanner is will be coded to your biometrics if you just place your hands on it now. It will read them and then you're both free to come and go as you please. Okay. Uh, I allow Anderson to do it first. Okay. Anderson looks a bit nervous. He kind of looks at you. Like he's looking for confirmation. I nod, I nod. Okay, yeah, he does it. He boops his hand. Cool, and yeah, I'll, I'll follow suit. And the biroid says, uh, please make yourself at home. The rest of your party is um, will be joining you shortly. Okay, I, I have a question for a biroid. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yeah, I stop it before it leaves and say, uh, excuse me, is there a hotel bar here? Yes, in fact, there are two. There's one in the lobby, but there is a more private one that you that you could use. Okay, excellent. Where would I find those? Uh, it gives you directions. So one is back through to the lobby, which is just through down to the corridor. You just came through and then you go like down for a bit and then left. And then the other private one um, is also on the ground floor and it gives you directions. It's like it's like you have to go like basically the opposite way away from the lobby and like down a corridor that kind of curls around. And then, yeah, it's smaller okay. and private. Okay, great. Well, for now, I'm going to wait with Anderson until the rest of the team returns. Um, Harris also clocks that there were quite a few security cameras in the corridors here. Um, although, as you would expect and hope, once you get into the actual room, there doesn't appear to be any kind of surveillance security at all. So, cut back to the other team. So, Tegan, Esteban, and Shelley, you're all just waiting around. Uh, yes. Yep. Yes. Okay, so after six minutes, um, three three people walk through into the hotel lobby who are pretty conspicuous. They're all SEA agents, um, all dressed in the SEA agent uniform. None of them look like security heavies. Um they all, but they all, they all look kind of, yeah, they're, they're pretty average looking SE agents, although they all look kind of tough and fit and athletic, I guess. They walk up to the desk, they have a conversation with the person you spoke to earlier. He points in the direction of Shell. And then the, one of the SE agents walks over to Shell and the other two walk over to Tegan and Esteban. Can Shell react and see that they're entering and try not to be seen by them? Is there an opportunity to hide? Yes, absolutely. So... At this point, you actually want to hide. Is that is that your plan? So when so when these people are coming in, if they truly are conspicuous, she will suspect that she's being looked for. So if there's some way for her to not be seen, that's ideal. Okay, cool. Like it, she can. Oh, I, so I like I say, I don't know if she's going to physically hide under like a seat or if she's going to just try and like inconspicuously hide. Okay. Uh, also, you should you can mark an experience point, Jono. Oh, your right. your membership in Los Scorpiones is hindering the mission. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Los Scorpiones well. and the SEA are, as you would expect, like sworn enemies, right? <laughs> and it, you, you think you've probably been picked up on some kind of like facial recognition feed, basically. 
That cool. seems the most likely thing. All right, new mission. Get back to Earth. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure they're going to help you get back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Now you want to hide in the best way possible. Is that true? Yes, I would like to not be caught by these people who are hunting me, please. So I think you should just roll to act under pressure here. I probably should take the opportunity to assess the room. Can I have done that in the last two minutes while I was You've waiting? You've had plenty of time. Yep, roll to assess. Uh, wow, all right, 14. <laughs> okay, yep. So the assess questions are there. They are yours to use. Um, okay, so I would like to know... So I'm going to assume that I'm assessing the area, but not specifically these people, yeah. since I was assessing before they arrived. All the non-SEA agents you can assess. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'd definitely like to know what is my best way out of the lobby. It can be out of the building, or it can just be, I don't know, into the hotel proper. But out of the lobby. I feel like I'm being... I've been circled a little bit. So your best way out... Uh, so as you're assessing... One, you know, you do notice staff coming and going and people coming and going. But for a hotel this size, there are you don't see stuff get delivered like items, um, and you you reckon there must be some kind of like delivery entrance. One of those probably going to still lead back. That the delivery entrance is obviously going to lead you out to Midway Station B. Um, that's probably still your best way out because it's going to be once you're once you start going that way, it's going to be more cluttered, probably less guarded, and there are probably going to be fewer security guards between you and that. There's a So there's another entrance in the lobby, so we saying? Yeah, so there's a so the there's a bar kitchen area and then there's a door behind like the uh behind the bar that you that you you probably notice it open, right? You can see leads open to some kind of food preparation area. That's probably your best way out. And let me ask uh what potential complication do I need to be wary of? There's a lot of like I said before there's a lot of surveillance in the building. A potential complication is that if you end up in a situation where you're just trying to hide, like to wait for pe- for it to blow over, or for wait to wait for people to give you to open you up to a more favorable position, that may well go wrong. Because if anyone spends long enough checking security footage, they would know where you went. You're not going to be able to disappear in the building permanently. There's no way with this much security. All right. So there's a lot of security cameras around. Yeah. Basically. So um, I'll sit on the other hold, although I might not get a chance to. Will I get a chance to ask that later? You can use it during an escape if an escape is what's happening. Yeah, okay, I'll keep hold of it for now. So at the first time that there's there are people coming in, I'm going to try and move quickly to the uh, this delivery exit. Yep. I'll try and hide my face if I can from cameras and also the door uh, to some extent. Pull my cap down low, that kind of thing. Yep. I did buy a cap. That's the detail. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, I love the beans. I planned ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to try and make a beeline for the exit. Uh, that's probably still act under pressure. But yeah, I think that's, that's still act under pressure. I don't think this covers like covert, covert entry or whatever. Uh, all right, I'll act under pressure. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, you made nice. it. Okay, yeah. So you slip through. Okay, yeah. So you you pick your you pick your timing. You've you've you manage to find an opportunity where whoever is on the bar is occupied doing something. They're like trying to open a bottle or something, and it's hard. You you take your shot. Um, the the SEA people are moving towards the desk as you do it, so they're not looking in your direction. You bolt through, there's a little door, and you are through into a kitchen area. Okay. <laughs> this is a little like an exit. Uh, there's a person in here. They haven't seen you just yet. I would okay. assume your plan is to hide and then move through the kitchen, but if you want to make Yes, I, I basically want to get out. So if there's an obvious like back door out of this kitchen, I'll just go for it, right? Like, I'm happy to sprint quickly if there's no one looking at me. There's probably not a camera in here either, right? Well, there might be. Uh, there are cameras in here. Okay, so the question here is there is someone in this kitchen... Are you prioritizing not being seen by them or you are you prioritizing speed? Like 
if you take uh, 10 seconds or 20, 15 seconds to do this, you'll it's very unlikely that they'll see you. But if you want to go th- bolt through in like three seconds. What kind of person is this? Is this a chef? It's basically a chef, yeah. It's a guy, a big okay. guy in a chef's outfit. A big guy in a chef's outfit? Yeah. If I had to, if I had to race this guy in a foot race, what do you reckon? You would definitely win. Okay, that kind of big. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I think it's fine. I'm just going to like, I might... I'm going to try and be quick, right? I I know that these guys are after me from the lobby. They might have seen me come in here. I think they didn't, but who knows? So I'm just going to... Like, I don't really care if this guy's like, who was that person? I'm just going to quickly get out. Assuming I can see Annex in. Yeah, you bolt through. Yeah, there's a door on the other side, and given the architecture of the building, this door is likely to lead, if not immediately outside, to a bit that's going to lead outside. It's in the right direction, if that makes sense. Okay, so you bolt through right. this kitchen. You're pretty fast. You are pretty quiet, but he does register you because you're not making a chance to stealth... So he looks around, goes, what? And then he goes, who are you? Wait, um, what? I don't answer and continue to leave. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think he... He saw that there was a figure that wasn't dressed like hotel staff, basically. This mission clock appears to be advancing. The mission clock did advance. So, right, here's the thing. I could try and help out with the surgery, but let's be honest, I'm probably not going to help out. So I, I can stick with the group and, like, what, not leave the hotel, but just use the, whatever, staff areas to get to wherever this thing is. But I don't know where it is. My half plan was if I just get outside, I can break in round the back or something. I don't know. I'll just leave. If I need to get back in, getting into places is generally not a problem for me. <laughs> so I'll just leave. Okay. So you're leaving the hotel? Yeah, I think so. Am I going to bump into that woman <laughs> that was guarding the no, door? No, she's on a different <laughs> side of the building. Okay, good. <laughs> I've got another, I've got a backup plan, which is I walk up to her and I say, uh, hi, my name is Polly Palmer and I'm here for... Uh... <laughs> but that would come later. That would be good. Good. <laughs> Did I get mixed up? Did you never give the name Polly Palmer to the hotel? It actually doesn't matter either way. I phoned them and said, oh, I heard Polly Palmer is yeah. going to be getting a Esteban thing. had to give someone a name, right? We had to provide we had to provide a name to the hotel, but no human would, was allowed to see it. Oh, yeah, that's true. So what name do we give? So I thought that weird fake name was... I thought that name that you gave to someone that no human was meant to know was Polly Palmer, but... I believe we did, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, fine. Okay. All right. So what you're saying is I could approach and say I'm Polly Palmer and they just No, because you're in. not Polly Palmer. No, and also because we already let someone in under what they thought was Polly Palmer's booking, right? That's going to cause more problems. Yeah, okay. So Shell has left. Uh, we'll come back to you. But for now, you're outside of the hotel. Okay. Into your natural environment, which is an area with a lot of people <laughs> and some Somewhere shots. you're not supposed to be. <laughs> you're in your natural environment outside a building, but you want to be inside. I'm just going <laughs> to hang out now. <laughs> What are you? Uh, yeah, are you gonna just try and hide outside the hotel, or are you gonna move back into Midway Commercial Section B and and mill around basically? Okay, I definitely don't want to be just stood stood outside the hotel. So when those guards turn around and walk out, I'm stood there. Okay. So I don't want to be that close, but I'll I'll be within uh I'll be within communicator range. How about that? We're probably yeah yeah yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, back into the hotel lobby. The the SEA agents. Well, two of them walk up to Shell Nestabound. Take Tegan Nestabound. Sorry. Yeah. I think I think Esteban and Tegan saw Shell leave because like she had no reason to conceal the fact that she was leaving from them, right? And you were all watching each other. We would have been watching for her as well, yeah. And I assume that you did nothing to stop it or anything about it, by the no, way. Absolutely no, absolutely not. No, no. This will be a problem if you decide you did. So the SEA, one of them, yeah, moves over to where Shell was and then looks around and looks confused. Two of the <laughs> SEA agents walk up to you. And um, yeah, so there's the, the, the SEA agent who was kind of leading them, walks up to the two of you and goes... Um, Excuse me, uh, which of you is in charge of this party? Uh, I am. We just had one of your group members flag up on our facial recognition. 
and this might be a mistake, but he he gives he gives the name. He he's he looks at his uh, pad that he has, and then he gives the name, the fake name that was given for Shell. Um, I've I've never heard of this person. Who are they meant to be? Well, we think. Well, it might just be an, an issue with the system. Like it might, you know, it might be a glitch or just a lookalike. These things can happen. But this person is associated with a gang back on Earth, and we have to check these things out. Can I see the picture? Yeah, he gives you a picture of Shell. Uh, I don't know if this is some sort of joke, but this appears to be a, a child. I'm, I'm, a gang associated child. I'm here for an important medical procedure. <laughs> what, what, what is this? He goes, was this girl not with you when you arrived at the hotel? No, of course not. <laughs> he goes, well, hang on a minute. Now I'm kind of confused. And then the third SEA agent who walked over to where Shell was comes back and goes, yeah, she's, she's disappeared. Is this girl some kind of criminal? Was she, was she nearest in the lobby? She wasn't a pickpocket or something, was she? <laughs> I should check my wallet. <laughs> Almost for victims of a crime. He goes, okay, I'm going to go and get the manager and we're going to try and work out what's happened here. Then there's three SA agents around you, that security lady from earlier and the manager who you spoke to on the phone, who we should probably also name. Vince. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name's Gareth Hughes. Oh, that's a, that's a very Welsh name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait for Alex to start doing Welsh nope. accent. <laughs> I try and do a Welsh accent and Alex just drops the call and leaves the Slack <laughs> channel. Never plays full immersion with this again. Okay, so so now it's three SE agents, Gareth and the two of you. And Gareth is now looking worried. The SA agents are looking at him like he's an idiot and he's looking <laughs> at you. And he's like, was that was that la- young lady not with you? No, I... I, I... I don't want to talk about it here, but I think I made it clear that my party was myself, my two associates, and, and my client. Yes, I'm sure the three of you arrived together. Frankly, if somebody walks in the door behind me, it doesn't mean they're part of my party, Mr. Hughes. <laughs> okay, you should roll fast talk for this flim flam. <laughs> this is excellent flim flamming. Uh, I get eight. The SA agents look at Gareth, and Gareth looks back at the SEA agents. It looks like everyone in present has bought your story, so now Gareth is being blamed for whatever has happened. <laughs> and... Um, Good. He's like, I really thought you were together. It really, honestly, it did look like it. He looks at the SEA agent. He's like, it did, and then he drops it. And he's like, I'm, so, I must have made a mistake. I'm really sorry. And the lead SEA agent does a little spiel about like, our time is very precious. Like, <laughs> we really don't have time for like. And um, he goes, okay, well, we do still need to find that girl, right? Um, and the other SEA agent is like, well, yeah. So he goes, did did either of you see her or where she went? I I remember somebody walking behind me, but. No more than that. I'm going to give you an opportunity here, Chris. If Esteban tries to actively misdirect the SAA agents, you can mark an experience because you are protective of Shell. But if you hey. if you just <laughs> tell the truth about, well, apart from the fact that you don't know who she is, but like if you just say, oh yeah, she sat over there and then we, we, and then we didn't see her again, then... I'll try and mislead them, sure. I'll say, um, let me look at the picture again. Okay. And I'll look at the picture. <laughs> okay, they hand, say- they hand over the picture. I'm not. I can't, I'm not. I can't be sure it was was her, but I did see somebody who looked like this running up running up the stairs um, from the lobby, maybe to one of the higher floors, a room up there or something. What's Tegan doing, by the way? Are you just kind of letting this play out? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to interrupt. He's doing a fine job. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I know I shouldn't really make you always roll this. Like I should avoid trying to make you roll the same move twice. But you should just roll fast talk. That's again, fine. It's, it's, it's the definition of fast talk. Uh, eight again. Okay. So the clock does increase, by the way, to be clear, because uh, from your previous roll... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. you got an eight, and then you got another eight. Okay. He looks like he kind... Like, the, the SEA agent kind of buys this, but he, he he now looks like he's suspicious of you and Gareth. 
And he goes, okay. And he talks to his two SEA uh, buddies. And he's like, you two go up the stairs and look for her. I'm going to stay down here. Now, if you don't mind, Mr. Hughes, I, I have I have some, some work to do. Is, yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, please. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take you myself, actually. Let's go. As you're leaving, you hear the, the SAA agent um, on a radio and he goes, um, please dispatch some, some uh, armed security to Hotel Callisto. We have something developing. I think I'm actually just going to leave the clock at nine. I'm not going to advance it a second time. I think that makes more sense. I think the, the result is that SAA is suspicious of Esteban, are quite suspicious of Esteban now, but yeah, they don't... Sure. They don't really know what to make of it. They just don't trust you, basically. Yeah, Gareth takes you through a door, down a corridor, boops a handprint on the on a handprint scanner, and then directs you to to a room in a, in a medical corridor. Tells the two of you that you should put your own hands on the hand scanner so you can come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. I will do. Cool. And then he what says once again, Mister Gutierrez, I'm extremely sorry for what's happened. I don't. I don't. That was a Terrible blunder. Yes, well, I, I appreciate your commitment to security. You have the facility for as long as you could need. And he leaves. And then, yeah, the two of you are free to go into the room where you find Alison and Harris. Uh, this took a bit longer than it was suppo- supposed to. So Harris is maybe... Or maybe, maybe Harris is just rolling. Maybe a little bit, but I I guess, yeah. I, I was just going to wait. I didn't know how long I expected them to be in the lobby. So that's fine. Um, Anderson, like, is everything okay? Is Where's the third? Where's the, where's the other girl? Uh, she runs support outside the hotel. Oh, okay. She has no purpose on this mission, and in fact is actively harming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why did we bring Shell? Why not be here? Uh, right, so, yeah. Is your plan now to just do the surgery? Yeah, I'm going to anaesthetize him. That's not the word, but I'm going to knock him out with drugs. Yeah. Uh, and then before doing the surgery, I'm going to radio Shell and explain that the, um, the SEA authority are looking for her. They're bringing in more armed troops, and she needs to be... One careful. She should get gone. Yeah, probably away from the hotel. But I won't do that until I've knocked out Anderson in case she gets a bit more worried about what's going on. Good plan. Start the call as he's like, (laughs) as you're gassing him, he's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, he's knocked out. Yeah, he's knocked out, and you're all going to be doing surgery on him. Well, no, you're you're not. One of you is going to be doing surgery. (laughs) Tegan and Harris, I guess you get to watch. Watch some surgery. I mean, I I have stuff I want to do during surgery. Yeah, like, that's true. I know it might op- occupy Esteban for a while, which is why, like, but I have things, which is why I have things I want to do during the surgery. Yeah. This is free time to go and do side quests, as I'm concerned. <laughs> free time. I'll ask Harris where he's going, but I'm kind of focused on something else, so I'll ask in kind of a distracted way. I say I'm just going to go check the situation. Uh, radio if there's any problems. Tegan, what are you doing? Presumably Tegan is also going to sneak off. Yeah, it depends if how much you want to do your side quest. Yeah. Can you remind me what exactly what the contents of the communication I received was, Alex? There's a contact waiting for, at Midway for you with a package with some kind of equipment in it that you then have to go and find, go to Midway Station and install um, in order to get data that might be valuable to you. You you don't know if you're going to be given any more info by the contact, since obviously at, at the moment it's extremely vague. I guess my fir- the first thing I'll do, uh, Esteban, are you going to need me here for anything? Do you need another set of hands, or are you? Are you unexpectedly a trained medical practitioner? Uh, not last time I checked. Then I think you're okay. I I'm just going to step outside. Okay, this is getting a bit weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> Does Esteban need assistance? Yeah, do, do you work well? Does he actually need Hello? assistance? No. I, assume, I assume you don't really No, you can do this on your assistance. own. Yeah. You might have a little, like, a tiny medical drone that can pass your yeah, scalpels and things. Assume, so. yeah. You surely do not trust any of these clowns to help you do brain surgery. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> 
Esteban should like make a list of like who would be your first choice for your <laughs> surgical assistant. Second, and yeah, third. we need to we need to do a, a series of lists ranking the characters at certain aptitudes. So to be clear, Tegan, you're going off to what to meet this contact to see if this if anything can come of this. Shell is going to what? Are you just going to try and avoid everybody? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just well, I'm just laying low, right? I don't have. I'm not doing anything actively at the moment. If if nothing else changes, your plan to lay low for two and a half hours until the surgery is done, and then leave with everybody else. Um, yeah, I mean, I so I can break in and help, but I won't help a lot. Um, but I'm willing to do that. I, I think it's easier for me to meet up with the group when they leave the hotel now. To be honest, I am a little concerned that security will get locked down in the actual terminal, and maybe I should just leave, like and go back, go back to Earth. But that might be easier said than done. So. Uh, what is Harris's order of order of priority? Because there's two things you could. Yeah, do. there are two things I need to do. Um, oh, sorry. Could you just spell my old teammate's alias, just so I can note it down? Uh, yes, it is. Ooh, where's my notes? Arthur Rochstein. R O S H S T E I N. Okay, sure. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I think I'm prioritizing. Mr. Lin for now, and if that turns out to be really difficult, I'll go investigate the other thing, or if the opportunity arises. But, yeah, I want to stay on Alberta's good working relationship side, so you know. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. How are you finding Mr. Lin? Uh, right, so I am going to go to a bar. One of That's why I asked about him earlier. So uh, I'll go to the lobby bar. Yeah, I'll have a lobby bar. I'll see how many people are around. People, there's a group here who appear to have been here for a while. There are lots of bottles around, but people do come and go. I mean, if you hang out here for longer than about 10 minutes, you will see people come and go and grab drinks and things. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll I'll grab a drink and start trying to just strike up a conversation or even overhear conversations if no one seems to want to drink with me. Talk to the, is a bartender a person? Yeah, yeah, it's a person. Okay, cool. Talk to a bartender as well. Um, Is there much activity in the lobby when I get there? Yeah, uh, well, there's. you also notice an SEA... Like SEA, SEA activity is what I mean. There's an SEA agent hanging around when you arrive. Okay, yeah, I I think I'll maybe even start talking, like, use that as a lead-in for a conversation with a bartender, being like, oh, there's a normally SEA hanging around in your hotel lobby. He shows you a picture of Shell and you're like... <laughs> uh, uh, never seen this person <laughs> in my life. The bartender's tender's fairly chatty. Um, he's, he's, he's pretty young, like he looks like uh, late teens. Uh, and he goes, uh, no, there's not actually, it, it, it doesn't look great, right? Um, yeah, something happened here earlier, some party arrived, and I thought there was some girl with them, but then apparently she wasn't with them, and then apparently she left through the kitchen earlier, although I didn't see her, but my buddy who's a chef said that he, I don't know, yeah, mm-hmm. strange, right? Oh, strange, yeah. No, um, yeah, I was just, yeah, and then I'm going to steer the conversation subtly at some point towards Mr. Lin, and... So maybe I mentioned, oh, like, oh, it's also one a bit funny looking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> describe, describe, like, because I've seen yeah, yeah, have person you met him once, before, yeah. right? So, like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it seemed like an interesting character, that kind of thing. And can I use Ear to the Ground to research here? Yeah, that's kind of perfect, actually. That's kind of what I'm planning to do, basically. So, yeah. So like, when you use, yeah, because you can... You can use... You're basically rolling the research move, but you don't need move, to use... But I don't need a library. I can do it by talking to people. So, But I still roll mind for it. Ooh. Okay. Um, I can get a follow-up question if I get a 10. I rolled 9. Yeah. So... 
You get an intel from this anyway, right? This is kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, so I might spend my existing intel. Yeah, maybe on my uh, journey up to the Beanstalk at some point, maybe I just got, like, a, a quick ping from Alberta, but it was just a quick, like, one-line message that had, like, Mr. Lin's sort of itinerary in the hotel. Like, how long he's been here for and what room yeah that kind of thing yeah sure but like basically that basic info so i can more easily like have this conversation and say oh yeah like i'm sure sure i saw this guy in this corridor and stuff just sound more convincing yeah is that okay yeah that's fine cool so yeah take an intel from this and then yeah ask your are you are you asking so ask a question from the list did you do that already uh, no, I didn't do that. I'm just saying that's the intel I spent, but I get one back, so I'm intel neutral yeah, on this. You're intel neutral on this role. Yep. Where would I find Mr. Lin is probably the obvious one to ask. Yep, let's do that. Sure. Yeah, so the answer is that he is using, him and some other Jinteki uh, executives are using a meeting room on the first floor. And the way that this is explained to you is the bartender's like, oh, um, yeah, I did, I do some, I did, um, see someone like that i think i don't think we described mr lind in great physical detail but he's quite he's like tall like obviously tall i think he's about six foot four or something so that that's sure. probably the thing that's distinctive about him and he was kind of he had like a thin face as well like he was kind of thin thin and yet somehow imposing um and he goes oh yeah i, I did recognize something like that and he goes yeah there's um some some Jinteki execs or whatever have, have been having a meeting here over the last, have been having a series of meetings here the last couple of days. Um, and I think they were, they've been using like a meeting room upstairs. Um, they've been in them for most of the day, but he looks at his watch. He's like, it's lunchtime. So they might be taking a break now. I don't know. Okay, cool. And then I get a second question, yeah. right? That's how it works. Follow if up you get the so, so, uh, oh, how secure is the meeting room? That's probably a good one to ask. Yeah. Um, sure. So, I assume you. I assume Harris has a I subtle way I of asking this I ask it in a quick. more subtle way of asking it. I'm saying, I'm like, oh wow, like they go out to lunch in the middle of a meeting. Do they just leave all their documents on the table or something? That's wild. <laughs> so he goes, uh, oh right, yeah, no, no. I think they're pretty secure. I've, I've served. I guess I've served some drinks up there and stuff before. Um, he's like, uh, yeah. I mean, anyone can go up to the corridor, but you need like um security passes and stuff to get actually get into the room and then obviously they all have keys for their room so i think it's fine sure uh yeah and then i continue to have conversations but that's given me some information at least that's good okay, okay. cool okay uh let's talk about shell uh i think i'm just gonna make you roll act under pressure again to see how good you are at staying hidden in um just <laughs> right. you know milling around in midway station b yeah, the narrative here is that you're trying to stay within walking distance of the hotel. You there are once you start looking for SCA agents, there are quite a few around. You don't know which of them are looking for you and which aren't, um, so you avoid them all as a matter of principle. The fact that they all wear yellow is a pretty useful way for staying out of their way, and there isn't a ton of other security, and there's decent foot traffic here. So, but like you're pretty used to blending in in urban areas, but this is just to see how successfully you do that. Okay, I'm trying to work out what my ultimate aim is here. Yes, like. Maybe I do just try and leave. So before you said your plan was to hang around for a while, this role is kind of assuming that. If you want to try something else, then... All right, I'll roll this first. Uh, nine. Nine, okay. Um, you can avoid notice for about an hour, but you think that bef- at some point uh, you're going to run out of places to go. This place isn't huge. And you you need to do something at that point. Either make a... Either like actively find a hiding spot 
go back into the hotel and try and hide there or meet back up with everybody or leave. But for an hour or so, you're safe and you've got time to think of a okay. plan too. So if I go back in and join the group, there's, there's nothing to stop me just getting spotted as soon as we leave the hotel. Presumably the search is going to continue for an hour. Like if, if in an hour's time they're going to find me or whatever, then presumably the search will be ongoing for that long. So I feel like I just have to leave. Like it kind of sucks, right? Like I don't think there's anything else I can do though. <laughs> so I could break into the hotel, but it just doesn't solve the problem really. Like Shell's not really contributing anything to this mission. So she doesn't have, she has no objective here. It seems like her presence here is the problem. So the the solution to that problem is to leave. So, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to, like, uh, go back to the terminal area or whatever. I presume I'm going to be able to leave Midway Station more easily than leaving Earth because it's kind of a midway point. Like, I have nothing on me. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping I'm not going to have to go through, like, security checks and questions and stuff. So my impression is that there'll be, like, light security... Um, but yeah, like you said, it's a midway point. So there's not, there shouldn't be any reason that someone like could acquire like goods or whatever that they weren't supposed to find when they went up or down the beanstalk in the first place. Right. Although I have entered a civilian area in theory. I mean, I'm assuming this whole thing isn't like an airport. Yeah. But there's not like a, there's not like a gun shop in, in, in midway. Right. So you shouldn't have anything. So there's light security basically. Are you leaving basically as soon as you make, you come to this realization that you could, you could just leave like. Or are you leaving it an hour? I'm or happy so? to just. I'm happy to talk over with everyone else, right? But I, I genuinely don't think there's any contribution Shell can make here. I guess the other, the other thing that Shell might care about is that I think Lost Scorpion is not going to be actually angry if you leave, but they might be a little bit mad because I think part of the reason that you're there is to like make sure that Esteban delivers the cybernetics back. Like that is your responsibility. How how much that concerns you is up to you. It kind of comes down to how much you trust Esteban, I guess. But I guess so. But I do trust Esteban to bring yeah, it back. Yeah, I was going to say you probably trust Esteban, right? So yeah, and I think I think that uh, my presence here is causing more problems. If if I'm with Esteban when he gets it and I carry it or whatever, like it just makes me more likely the more likely to go get taken. Yep, that makes sense. So I'm I'm going to go towards the bean pods anyway. Yep, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you can so you can catch the maglev back to where the bean pods are because there's no there's absolutely no check there. So if you want to go back to the bean pods from from commercial midway station B, you can. Uh, how is communication working out of interest? Like we can all talk to each other, presumably. Yeah, I think I, like I think you can get signal for communication. I think we devices. normally just assume we're doing some sort of internet call through our pads. And yeah, yeah. Headsets you can discuss stuff with each other. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go back to the bean pods. Uh, yeah, you can successfully board a bean pod back to Earth. I may well do that. Bye bye, Shell. To be fair, the last two missions you did quite a lot, right? So like, yeah, I don't fine. feel bad uh-huh. as a GM. Uh-huh. So long as it's fine. I feel like my contributions have been rolling a twelve and a ten, and the mission clock advanced yeah. anyway, and You're then I left. Well. And it's like, uh-huh. what's even the point of me being here? Uh, okay, yeah. So that's that's fine. Uh, the SA agents are still looking around and stuff. Um, I think I actually should just remove a segment from the mission clock. Actually, like, yeah, they spend a, they spend a long ass time looking for Shell, and then probably realize either realize she left or just decide it's a mystery. Um, like it oh, seems it's a ghost. <laughs> I feel like maybe this is one who's like half an hour later, like the the message gets through, but like this person was also spotted boarding a bean pod. Yeah, and it's too late to stop things by then. Yeah, but the the clock is going to stay advanced because like a bunch of weird stuff happened when when Esteban arrived, and yeah, they are a bit suspicious of Esteban. And then there was the whole weird Polly Palmer mix up. So yeah. mission clock is back at six o'clock. Okay, let's go to Tegan now. Um, so are you going to the presumably you're going to the place you saw earlier? Yep. Like with the person. And the biroid is indeed still there. They are holding um, a pad and it looks like they're sort of barely reading it. And they're sat as they were before. Was I given a name? You you uh, were not. You were told that to go up and 
introduce yourself to this person, and then after that, it would be taken from there. I will do that then. Okay. The bar, yeah, so you, as you approach the bar, it looks up at you, and... I actually don't know what Byron pronouns are. I think they just have normal pronouns. Uh, so the Byron is presented as male. So he looks up at you, um, and the and Byron's eyes are quite hard to read, but it looks like he's paying attention to you. And he goes, um, "Ah, we are scheduled to meet. Yes. Yes. Please take a seat. Greetings. I am Ashley, three two, Z seven. I believe that we have business to conduct." He reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out like a padded envelope. Um, and he opens it, and there is a bunch of wires, and they're connected to a couple of data ports. And he says, um, "My instructions are to give this to you, and uh, for you. And I've been told that you're going to go to Midway Station Grid to install it. Does that match what you've been told?" Yes. Excellent. Do you know what this is? Yes, it it can intercept data. Essentially, um, it's not particularly high tech. Um, A lot of information flows through Midway Station, as you would expect, from Luna to Earth and back. Um, And with such a high density, there's a a high density of it. Midway Station is used by all sorts of corporations. As a result, it's a bit of a patchwork of security. Their servers are not particularly secure. If you're able to install this at Midway Station, it will allow associates of your associate to intercept potentially valuable data okay the only thing that needs to happen is you is you need to go and install it this actually should not be as difficult as it sounds midway station has a lot of like you just need to find anywhere that you could plug this in midway station has a lot of terminals and screens if you can get inside the building uh, and convince them that you're supposed to be there which given your credentials and your employer should at least be possible and then find some kind of general use terminal install it and leave your job will be complete okay the bar returns the the mess of wires and cables and plugs to the padded envelope and hands it to you and then says good day gets up and walks away uh what do you plan to do do you plan to try and do this are we at midway station now yes you are um to get to mid to get to the grid itself you'd have to get the maglev train back down to like the central hub where the bean pods arrive and then get on a different one and they would take you to to the grid uh, okay, I will do that. Okay, cool. So, what out of interest? What is Midway Station Grid? It's like a server, not a server room, but it's like a it's like a building, or it's like a specific. I mean, it's the infrastructure. It's the infrastructure of the data around here, right? That's the idea. Yeah. Like, so the way the way it's been described just now, as well as like it's it's just the part of the infrastructure that transfers data up or down store. Yeah, is that right? yeah, pretty much. So this is kind of a little mini job in it, uh, like unto itself, Alice, like going to this place and installing this thing. Um, I don't want to zoom in on it in too much detail, if that's okay, mm-hmm. because it's not massively complicated. You need to use your MBN credentials to get into Midway Station Grid, but since you are technically an employee of them, you should be, you should be able to do that. Um, you basically need to go in, yeah, find some kind of terminal that you have access to, plug this stuff in, leave, and hope no one notices, right? I'm not going to try and do anything fancy or anything. Yeah, that was my question. Right? Yeah. You're just going to do this in the most straightforward way possible. Yep. Uh, I think it's probably appropriate to roll to conduct an operation, which is kind of a mini move that exists in the game, which is when you lead a, pr- a planned and coordinated operation, which is essentially is like this has been planned and coordinated. Um, describe your plan, go to midway, plug the stuff in and leave, uh, and then roll edge. So roll edge for me. Roll edge. Ten. Ten. Ooh. Everything goes according to plan. Your team are in perfect position to carry out the final element of the plan. 
Yeah. Um, cool. So nice. the ball's kind of in your court here. Like you can you can describe this if you like. If you want to show us like in brief, like as a montage, exactly what this looks like. Don't worry too much about details because no one knows what Midway Station Grid looks like, including me. <laughs> but you don't have to draw like if you if you don't think this is very flashy or interesting. No, I I think it is literally just gonna be use my MBN credentials, go in, use my pad for a bit, plug this thing in, maybe plug my pad into it and do some something. I don't know if that's yeah. Like just make it look like I know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Yeah. Do you think that anyone pays attention to you and you're able to deflect it? Or do you think that even that isn't necessary? You think you just like literally no one speaks to you while you're in the building? Yeah, I think there's probably enough people around like doing things they need to do. And I don't think I'd stand out especially. So, yep, that that goes fine. And you can go back to Midway Commercial Section B fine too. Yep, I think what I'll do from there is just go back to the operating area. Cool. I've advanced the clock, the story clock for MBN data recreation um, for free because you, like, you've at least done enough. And then later you might roll your your cool story move to see if you get any extra info. Uh, but we'll go into that later. But yeah, you did the thing. You don't hear any alerts from anybody at this point, though. No one contacts you. Mm-hmm.